to the Arcology Podcast Patreon Pirates Campaign. The crew returns to Donut Island, where Sharky had awaited his fate in a cage, and many souls met their end as a result. Tracking down Huerta's business has become quite personal. Do hire a new guy. Let's let's try not to uh, toss him overboard quite so quickly. As long as they don't get lippy with the captain, that to be fine. Yeah, and uh, as far as the last one, uh, Solo was his name. Yeah, that that was his name. Uh, I I pretty much waited until he uh, made it clear that he wasn't going to be of any use to us anyway from that for this point forward. So nothing lost there. Yeah, nothing lost there. The nerve of that bastard after we took him in. I know, right? Uh, some people just can't trust him. So I'm thinking we need to head back to the island where uh, Sharky was almost auctioned off to Huerta. Or whatever crazy dreck went down that day that I still don't entirely understand. Okay, so you guys are going to head south back to Donut Island? Yeah, we'll take, um, I prefer the idea of having uh, two vessels. Punk drive boat. Yep, we've got the bow movement. Which, of course, is uh, submersible, if necessary. I think we also bring along uh, the uh, Gone Rogue. She's fast, and she's armed. I ride with Punk. We get along pretty good. Punk, not edible. <laughs> Sharky will say something in Chinese to Punk, then give him a thumbs up. Well, whoever's going to be on the shore team should go on the Rogue. We can use that as a uh, landing craft. Punk, drive boat on water. Yeah, maybe you should go on land this time. Yeah, you get shot at this time. Maybe you can Punk keep the other guys from getting shot. Go get shot. shot on land, like, cook. It's not stupid, it's part of the job. They're going to need a lot of backup. I can always stay back and uh, drive this boat. I think not a jo- good job to go die. Yeah, so don't. Dodge the bullets and shoot the other guys. Uh, what other guy are we shooting? I don't know, whatever other guys that get in our way. Maybe uh, some more of these Cuban Mafia? So we just go shoot everybody now? Not necessarily. Use your judgment. Try to keep Sharky and Chance uh, out of getting shot. Impossible. Probably. But it still needs to be done. So I guess I'll be hitting up on the uh, Gone Rogue. Yeah, Drake, um, you can either uh, go with him or send some backup with him. I wouldn't mind having you back on the... uh, on the ship, though, guarding it, uh, and just uh, sending some support. You know me in land. I'd prefer to stay on water, so uh, I'll I'll whip something up. Okay, so you're in the bow movement with me, then. Everybody else on the rogue. And hopefully none of you will get shot this time. I like that whole idea about not getting shot that time. All right, so you guys load up on your two boats and head on to Donut Island. Yep, uh, before You're... we get there, I wanted to stop and send uh, my fly spy drone and my micro skimmer out to get a good view of the island and uh, maybe get a good scout around it before we move in. Okay, and on the way, Sharky is binding that uh, weapon focus he picked up back in Cuba? Yes. Okay, you uh, send uh, your surveillance ahead, uh, checking over the island. It's a... It's a foggy morning when you guys get there. Um, it'll probably burn off in an hour or two, but for now, it's uh, 
it's uh, low visibility as uh, you know the white fog is is coating the island. But uh, you send the uh, the fly spy in to to circle around. And uh, what else are you sending in there? A rotodrone? No, the micro skimmer. Micro skimmer. Okay, and the uh, the, uh, the micro skimmer as well. And uh, you uh, you maneuver them in slowly and carefully at first, and then uh, get a bit more uh, bold with them as you don't see any sign of uh, of boats or or other people on the island. Um, in fact. Uh, where there where there once were were bodies and uh and whatnot from the uh uh the battle that you guys fought there uh it looks like someone or something has has cleaned up the the area you don't see any signs of uh, of corpses or uh you know piles of gear or anything like that all right it looks like it's uh relatively clear i don't have a Super view of everything because of the fog. No, not clear. Blonde Rogue is still very dirty. Right, well, I recommend we move in. Uh, where do you guys want me to uh, put you in for landing? Or where do you guys want to put in for landing, I mean, since you're driving your own boat? There's that beach on the other side where uh, the cage was. Yeah, there's a beach on the north side where the cage was. Uh, another on the south where those two boats came in, and the one you stole that had connections to Cuba. The west side is the uh, wreck of a cargo ship. And uh, on the east side, there used to be a, a number of uh, palm trees, but those uh, were destroyed. I say uh, pick whichever landing point you want. Go on aboard and see what you can find. Uh, I'll give you the um, the best coordinates that I had from the comlink before. Unfortunately, they're not terribly uh, not, not terribly high resolution, so um, they're not going to point you right to where you need to go. What are we looking for? People to shoot? Uh, I th- yeah, that uh, maybe a hidden drug lab too. That would be really nice. I think there's a good chance it's already been uh, removed, but if it's if it was hidden well enough, and that they weren't looking for it. Well, it might still be there somewhere. Okay, so who's going ashore? Paul jumps overboard and starts swimming over. Sharky does too. Well, I've been a target all this time. Why stop now? Shark, why does this remind me of a really bad joke? You know, two dwarfs and a troll go on land. <laughs> as, uh, as Chance is uh, hopping off and, and stepping out on, onto the island, the dragonfly drone comes comes in for a landing to perch on his shoulder. And uh, I summoned a spirit of air at force six and got five hits. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's also a bunch of water in the, the center of the island as well, because, you know, like I said, it's a donut-shaped island. Beignets are so much more superior. Oh, and sorry, what force was that spirit? That was force six. All right, that's four net hits for you. Sweet. I want to check out the inner donut. Has anybody looked down here in the water? Maybe they got like a underwater lab down here in the inside of the door. Good thinking, Sharky. Sharky's going to head that way and start walking into the water and see what he can find. All right. Uh, why don't you give me a perception test? In the meantime, I'm going to uh, basically be just kind of gradually circling the island, uh, running uh, sensors um, as high as I can and paying close attention to what else might be out here. So... Nobody sneaks up on us uh, in aircraft or watercraft. Uh, three Bonk. hits. Sorry, oh, okay. Go ahead. 
Punk's going to go on Overwatch for Sharky where he's swimming, and if uh, Chance stays nearby, watch him too. So I'll get my rifle out and stand there looking over everything going, should I shoot them yet or not? <laughs> okay. Uh, Sharky, you uh, you dive into the water to explore the, the center of the donut, and uh, in the, the coral formations that make up this island, you discover a... Uh, a decent-sized underwater cave that uh, looks like it, it heads uh, outside of the island. That might be where this uh, the seawater here in the center of the island is coming from. And uh, as you, you head down to investigate it more closely, you can uh, you know, feel the force of uh, you know, tidal motion from the waves uh, going in and out. And, uh, and you spot the glint of some metal embedded in the coral on the, the side of the, uh, of the tunnel. I will swim back up to the top and say, Hey, Punk, I think I found something down here in the coral. It looks like it might be a door. Uh, no, it's it's not as big as a door. It's it's like there's something Im- embedded in the metal, um, or embedded in the coral. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll go check it out. Sorry. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Swimming in, in closer to to check it out. It uh, it looks like it's a a grappling hook or or possibly a, a hooked anchor of some sort. It's lodged in the coral here, and uh, it's got a. A line coming off of it that uh, uh, you inspect it, and it uh, looks like it's been sliced. It's uh, it's frayed a little bit, but uh, it looks like whatever cut it originally was uh, was sharp. No hidden doors or anything. No, nothing like that. It, the The tunnel itself looks uh, uh, natural. Uh, you're not sure what what created it, but the coral is uh, is kind of an arched over here with an opening through, and uh, you can see a bit of light from the other end it probably comes out uh at the far side or on the outside of the island it's it's large enough that uh uh well it's probably not big enough to to bring your boat through here but something smaller definitely i mean uh you know divers could definitely go through all right uh so i will swim back to the top and uh report my findings interesting so the spirit uh who am i sending along with Captain. I guess uh you know, just shark uh sharky chance and Drake. Maybe to watch over and protect them. Okay. Blow the direct out of anybody who uh tries to harm them. Stuff like that. So Hayes, I will give my spirit its first order, which is to uh follow those fine gents of our uh, party ashore and kill anyone who tries to do them harm. Okay. Yeah, the the island itself is pretty quiet. Anybody who's on on the ground there, there's you know the sound of some wind going by, but uh, you know the the trees that were here have uh, have fallen down or collapsed or been you know splintered into uh, kindling. Um, the there aren't uh, any kind of uh, uh, larger creatures, few crabs, but not many. Well, guys, uh, keep searching the island, I guess. Look for anything we might have missed. Okay. It looks okay, clear out here. Yeah, on the on the northern and northeastern side, you, you find, eventually you find a few bodies uh, scattered in amongst the uh, the destroyed trees and uh, and uh, buried a bit 
under sand. Looks like they're the remains of the the pirates that had uh, Sharky captured here. I'm going to do a perception test. Look around to see, look for anything unusual in terms of uh, left behind equipment, tracks, that type of stuff. Okay. And hold on. Yeah, it looks like I got three hits. Okay. You're very familiar with the, the southwestern side of the island where you were hiding out. I believe that was you, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm, and, uh... Shot at. Yeah. Checking around there, um... You uh you don't see any any remains of the the people that came through there and uh, and were taken out. Uh, the they were wearing uh, pretty hefty armor, if you remember, and it should still be here. But it looks like somebody's come along and, and collected all of that. Um, the the ground is a uh, is a bit turned up, and it looks like there's been uh, some activity around here, probably since, you know, more recently than uh, when the, the combat actually happened. Um, Do we see yeah. like drag marks? Maybe they carry something hefty or carry or drug something in a particular direction? I can roll tracking. Yeah, go for tracking for that. Did a little better this time. I got four. Okay, yeah, it looks like uh, it's it's difficult to read some of it because it's, it's sand and it's been um, probably a few days since... Whatever happened here happened here. Maybe, maybe even as long as a week. You're not quite positive, but it looks like uh, the the bodies that were here were carried uh, down to the shore near the uh, the wreck on the western side of the island. Not not to the wreck or in it, but uh, near there. Possibly there was a uh, a boat or other vehicle uh, moored offshore there. Okay, other than that, no, do I, I don't see anything unusual, or don't detect anything else? Uh, not especially. The, uh, the bodies of the dead pirates that you uh, um, inspect, uh, there are uh, definitely a, you know, stuff on them, the usual uh, detritus of modern living that you find on people. Um, nothing uh, especially memorable or remarkable. Some, uh, you know, some crappy weapons that have been sitting out here in the, the rain and salt air for, you know, a long time. Um, but uh, nothing that uh, strikes you as especially exciting. Okie dokie, then. It's worth a try. Oh, and I, I guess because it's it's probably something you guys would uh, would look for um, or remember that uh, you, you don't see any sign of uh, Captain Mallard here. None of the dead bodies look like him. I'm going to, as I'm waiting here, I'm just going to start uh, kind of idly, just kind of digging over the stuff that I've looked at or found in this in this comlink, and uh, maybe run past through it to see if I missed anything. Okay. It, uh, remember, it was originally hooked up with a, with a biomonitor that was on, uh, on the body, and it was sending a signal someplace nearby, but uh, you were never able to track down... Uh, what it was uh, sending to. I wonder if it was like a, a small boat or something that could be anchored in the center of the island in the donut, and then somebody boosted it and they cut the anchor line. Maybe. Um, I guess now that I'm actually here in a closer physical location to where it was transmitting to, um, I don't know, see if I can uh, maybe get the uh, get some idea of a better idea of where the signal is going to. 
or see if I can figure out if I can actually get the comlink to start transmitting there again. I'm not necessarily going to start transmitting there if possible. I just want to see if I think I could do it. Okay, give me a hardware test. Right, I do have uh, the jury rig quality as well. I don't know if that would help with uh, doing something like this. Um, sure. Yeah, if, he, uh, if I remember correctly, the comlink was damaged somewhat uh, in the process of him being killed. And that's uh, one of the reasons you had some difficulties with it before. But you uh, might be able to uh, fix it up and get it working again with a decent hardware roll. Was that uh, your roll there for four hits? Yep, uh, four hits on a hardware test. Okay. Guess if, if it'll help to patch it up, I'll start by doing that. Okay. Yeah, you're uh, you're able to to reconnect some things and uh, resolder some pieces, and you think that uh, if you powered it up uh, at this point, you could probably get it uh, uh, transmitting again. You might be able to uh, get another chance to try to track wherever it's uh, transmitting to. Hey uh, guys, how's it going on shore? Took a look around, whole lot of nada, Captain. You uh, feel you've had a uh, you feel pretty confident you had had a time to look around well enough well there's i don't see anything here on shore doesn't look look like someone's been here obviously but uh given the time and the conditions any type of uh any clues that there might have been they long gone all right well i've been messing with this dead guy's comlink and it was transmitting to somewhere before i couldn't quite get a fix on it but anyway i think i can get it transmitting again if i do we might be able to track down where it was uh sending to which might be just what we're looking for but uh, if we're going to try that, we got to be done here first. Well, I don't see much else here, so unless you want me to do a more hard search, you know, do a quick do a walk around the entire island and see what I can find, but so be you, Captain. Uh, I guess, what do you guys think? Have you had a thorough look, or do you want to spend some more time confirming? Punk legs no get better with walking. Sharky, what do you say? Is there anything else to find there? Uh, all I found is that acre in the cave there. Let me let me go there and check that out one more time real quick. See if there ain't nothing I'm missing. Uh, so right. Sharky will jump back down into the uh, donut and reinvestigate the anchor just because that's the most interesting thing he's found all day. Okay. Do you have any appropriate uh, knowledge or active skills that might be useful in uh, investigating this? Um, uh, yeah, uh, sailing? Um, yeah. Why don't you give me a sailing roll? Okay. Two hits. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, checking it over, it, uh, it looks like uh, the way it's lodged into the, the coral here, it, uh, it doesn't look like uh, you would expect it would from, uh, from an anchor that was uh, attached from the surface or anything like that. It looks like it, it might have been placed here manually. To like maybe hold a submersible in place. Yeah, well, whoever whoever put it here swam down here to put it here. So if it, which would be really weird if it were a surface vessel. Yeah. Okay. And I don't. It's not like attached to a hidden door. Huh? If I pull it. Oh, you pull it. It uh, it yanks loose. You can take it with you if you want. Yeah. New anchor. You got yourself a grappling hook. Sweet. It's got about uh, two meter of. Uh, cable attached to it. Oh, yeah, that's a start. Might be able to find some more. Okay, Sharky's done on the island. Yeah, uh, H- Hannah basically, as Sharky's going uh, uh, down to the water, saying, all right, uh, take an hour and then we'll head out. So, search whatever you want in that time, just to be sure we're not missing anything. 
but in one hour's time, I'm going to fire this thing up, and we're going to have to be ready to move. Okay, anybody have anything else they want to do in the hour? If not, time passes. And Hannah, you're set to uh, power it up. It, uh, it beeps and lights up, and you spot uh, the signal flying out uh, across the matrix, attempting to uh, connect to uh, whatever it's attempting to connect to. Okay, I'm going to uh, go ahead and compile a, make it a courier sprite, uh, rating six. Okay. I get four hits. Three net. Okay, I take no fading, and I'm going to order the courier sprite to follow that signal and track it down. Uh, and whatever you find at the other end, uh, analyze it as much as you can and tell me about it. And I'm going to get our boats heading in that direction. That way, uh, heading... Head out bearing, and I read off the uh, direction coordinates, whatever. Okay, I made a number of rolls for the sprite, and uh, it flashes off at the speed of electrons, and uh, shortly after, uh, it repeats back to you that it is, uh, it has uh, found the signal, and that uh, it is a uh, another vessel, a smaller vessel. Nice. Um... I guess I'll get all the, lo- all the uh, data I can about the um, the matrix contact and the vessel through the sprite. Okay. Um, just one second as I pull Rigger 5 open here. Like its position and what type of vehicle it's claiming to be, uh, what devices it might have on it, check to see if there's anything running silent in the area, you know, analyze stuff, pick up everything, but don't actually hack anything. Okay, and the the location is uh, in the vicinity of St. John's Island. Oh, really? Like on the island itself, or or no? It it's it's a um, it's a boat, so it would be. Can I tell if it's in the harbor? Oh uh, yeah, it seems to be uh, in that uh, in that general area. Yeah. Ah, we've got a target finally. And it is a a Vulcan electronaut. It's a two person mini sub. All right, people. Looks like our target's a mini-sub in the harbor in St. John's. Have we pissed off anybody there lately? Uh, I don't think so. Remember, they got pretty tight security uh, yeah. in, in, the, in the harbor. They got that big gun in the harbor. That's where uh, they come uh, do all those grenades, kill all those people when they kidnap Shockey. Right. So it's not exactly a safe place. Safe is a relative term. But it's uh as close to our it's cl- it's as close to a port of call as we have. Now the problem with them being in the harbor is that if we frag with them, we uh we frag with the uh, the guy with the big gun. We've never really messed with him. I would like to leave it that way too. That does sound incredibly wise, Sharky. Well, why don't we just head over to St. John's, take a peek around, see what we find, and then we can figure out how we're going to handle this. We can always go after them when they leave, or uh, see if we can. See him coming or going from the thing. Will we be able to find the sub once we're there? I... maybe? I think so. It depends on how far below the surface it goes. That's the thing about subs. They can go under the water and, uh, you know, break connection with the Matrix pretty easily that way. Thing is, we've got our own sub now. Well, maybe, uh, Captain, maybe that's what we use, a sub on sub. Yeah, I just wish we had some some torpedoes or something. Of course, the, uh... The deck gun on the bow movement is uh, modified to be able to fire underwater just fine. 
I'm not really sure what that does to the range, though. Out of character? Yeah. How does that work? Shooting the gun underwater? Yeah. I mean, like, I know uh, how it works in real life, but... It's got the uh, environmental modification to fire underwater. Uh, but does I believe that... it's all fleshed out in run and gun. Just wondering if that affects the range at all or the damage. Minus one damage value per every meter of water around fired from it passes through. So it's an up close and personal thing. Yeah, so it sounds like we need torpedoes. Oh, and well, minus think... two dice pool penalty for attack actions, just because it's hard to, shoot, to do stuff underwater. So does anybody know where to get torpedoes? <laughs> yeah. Let's see, it says on page 51 of Running Gun that um, level 2 extreme environment modification allows it to be used underwater, but all the range levels are cut in half, and they have to be serviced after every 100 rounds fired in that circumstance. I don't know if they would still lose that damage every meter. Yes, if you don't have that modification, you can't use them underwater. Oh, okay. So yeah, we have to get really, really close if we're going to shoot them. (laughs) Well, so is our ultimate goal to... Kill the sub or commandeer the sub? I'd much rather commandeer the sub. So maybe we stalk them all Red October style. I've got a nautical vessels knowledge skill. Um, I'm going to see what I know about Vulcan Electronauts and their capabilities. Oh, okay. That's, uh, wow, seven hits. I apparently have read yeah. extensively about this sub. Feel free to uh, read it up. It's on page 465 of the main book. It's a two-person sub, uh, decent-sized, costs a little over 100 grand. I want to say 12-body, 10-armor, something like that. Speed, handling 3, acceleration 1, piloting 4. So, you know, you might be able to have a conversation with the thing. Yep, two-person mini-sub. That would add nicely to our fleet. I'm sitting here racking my brain trying to think of how would I force a sub to come to the surface or hijack a sub that doesn't want to be hijacked underwater and not ruin everything? Well, here's a thought. Perhaps you could uh, use a water spit to uh, guide it northward. And uh, if memory serves for my time in the Navy, I was stationed on a destroyer. And uh, one, of the, one of our missions was anti-submarine warfare. We used to use depth charges. Don't have to hit them, just have to get close. Don't have to destroy them, just do enough damage where it makes going underwater very, very difficult. I might be able to, uh, with the right components, rig up some uh, impromptu depth charges. Uh, nice. Do you have, have everything you need to do that? Mm, I might need a few extra components, which means uh, we might have to either visit or I might have to give another call to uh, Cuban Pete. But uh, I'm sure I could come up with something. That would be good to have on hand. I'm also thinking that maybe uh, we just have a like a chance to have a water spirit go and maybe eat the propeller, so the sub has to surface for help. Or the uh, or we could direct said uh, spirit to um, get the said depth charge close. Standard tactics usually calls for a two pronged type assault in cases like this. One one is a hunter, one is a killer. Get another sub to tail it, get it to move, try to corral it towards a, uh, a destroyer, let the destroyer attack with depth charges or torpedoes. We just happen to have more than one vessel, so we could make that work. It's going to take coordination, but it is possible. I like it. And if we can get close enough, uh, we can always use the, uh, the deck gun to target them as well. But if we can do this without actually damaging the vessel any more than absolutely necessary to disable it, well, I'd rather do that. 
There's a chart and run and gun on page 158 as well for underwater explosives, since they work slightly differently than they do above water. Excellent. All right, well, I guess uh, set a course for St. John Island. And while I think uh, paying to get specially modified underwater grenades might be pricey, you could probably do the same thing with a decent Ziploc bag. Ah, uh, what's the fun in that? But yeah, you're right. All right, you guys set course for St. John's Island. Hmm. I was just wondering, I wonder how well adhesives would work underwater. Uh, if it's the right type of, type of adhesive, probably wouldn't have a problem. Yeah, it's definitely going to depend on the type. So I was thinking good old-fashioned sticky bomb might be uh, uh, something fun, too. Something else to consider. So this, um, as we're uh, traveling, I'm, uh, Hannah's going to kind of bust out the uh, the rotodrone that she uh, kind of bonded with back in Cuba. Um, she's uh, kind of gutted and replaced the electronics for ownership and uh, by this point. But I also just kind of want to check this thing over and see what kind of damage it has that needs to be repaired. Oh, man. Make me look through my notes to see uh, damage for the Rotodrone. Is this the one that you, let's see, it's the one you took over and brought mm-hmm. with you, right? Yep. Uh, the uh, the pilot tried to crash it into me after I eventually leaped out of it. Just as an aside, while we're uh, traveling to St. John's, I'm going to kind of uh, do a little bit of a search and with my own demolition skill knowledge to kind of make up a wish list of uh, possible components to... if to do both the cheap and the more traditional uh, type depth charge, you know. So I have a feeling I'm going to be calling Cuban Pete again. Let's see. Buying a brand new Rotodrones would only cost you like five grand, and I don't think this thing took any serious damage, so I'm going to say that you can get it fixed up and, and bash out any dents and whatnot in it without, without any issues. I don't think that oh, it took okay. any serious damage, so it was basically just it smacking into the ground. So I don't think anybody was shooting at it, were they? Were they? No, except just, for the other drones. Yeah, so it, it just it smacked into the uh, yeah, it smacked into the ground, and uh, yeah, I think you can get it fixed up uh, trivially. Okay, I guess I'll uh, start running some diagnostics then, and uh, you know, kind of get the last few things that were bent or dented uh, smoothed out, and uh, I'll go ahead and uh, stand back and power the thing on, add it to my uh, RCC. The uh, rotor drone kind of spins and comes to life and starts floating a couple meters above the deck. Hey there, little buddy. Welcome back. And she's going to walk up and kind of pet the thing's chassis a little bit. That's the nice thing about drones. They never demand more money or time off or anything like that. um, After that, I guess she'll run diagnostics on the the attached weapon, see if that's still functional or if it needs repair. Um, She'll actually probably remove it and uh, kind of field strip it and get it all cleaned out. Okay. And check it over thoroughly. What kind of gun was on this thing? It was a, it's a shotgun of some kind. I remember. Uh, I believe it's people. a CMDT shotgun, loaded with oh. APDS. Yeah, no, no bullets in there right now. But <laughs> hey, uh, Chance, do you have any spare shotgun rounds? What kind? How many do you need? Uh, let's see. How many can this thing hold? CMDT, ten. I guess ten. Then I wouldn't mind having some bullets in this thing. Standard flechette. APDS? Explosive? Oh, wow. Uh, I guess I'm a big fan of APDS. Done. Down at a galley, next to the refrigerator, third box on the left. Thanks. Hannah goes uh, skipping down there and comes back up with uh, some shells and loads them into the uh, the gun before uh, reattaching it on the, uh, the drone mount. Hold still. There we go. Now you're armed again. 
Yeah, while you're down there, you come across Chartreuse, who is uh, apparently etching something into the uh, dining table. Uh, yeah, when she's down there, she's uh, kind of looks over and uh, says, uh, What you doing there, buddy? I am extending protection. Nice. Well, I know that table's in good hands. Uh, when pilots. it comes, we will be safe. That just sounds great. <laughs> I'm so glad we're good friends. And I rapidly leave. Yeah, a tentacle slowly stretches out towards you as you as you brush past it and, and, and retreat from the galley as quick as you can. I'm sorry, what did you say, Drick? I said what? You didn't want to stay down there and have a conversation? I, I'm tr- doing my best, okay? Because <laughs> that's, like, perfectly normal, the free spirit just carving things in your table like a teenager. <laughs> All right, see, so yeah, uh, after the, the Redditorone is loaded up, it's going to kind of just fly around and uh, just be... Zipping around uh, nearby the uh, the boats as they're that they're moving as they're moving across the lake, I'll eventually recall it so uh, I can make sure to uh, top off the fuel cells. Okay, and eventually you guys uh, get close to St. John's. Was there anything you wanted to do before you arrive in the harbor, or are you cruising right in? I guess just double check with the signal and see if we can still get a good read on it. Yeah, you've got a, a pretty good read. You've got a, a decent location of it, and. Uh, and actually, it uh, looks like a familiar location. It's uh, it's right near the the dry dock that uh, Cuban Pete uses. Huh, that's odd. Check out this slot. Uh, the the location should be right here, and I'll make a little arrow up here for people to see. Maybe Cuban Pete bought some salvage or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's a dry dock. Uh, he's not the only person who uses it, but is he? I I don't know. He's your guy, isn't he? Uh, no, he's Chance's guy. Yeah, yeah, Chance. You know he uh, he stores uh, some of his uh, the stuff that he's working on or has for sale or you know whatever. Whether it's a, a customer's uh, thing that he's working on or uh, or something that he's purchased or is in the process of selling, he keeps them in that general area. So nothing unusual there. Not especially unusual. I mean, it's not guaranteed that it's his, but there's a pretty good chance that if it's parked in that area, it's got something to do with him. There we go. All right, so it's going to be more expensive, but I say we bring both boats in. We don't know what we're going to need or how soon we're going to need it. Yeah, that's a good point. But also, no naval warfare in the bay because we will get blown up. So in other words, if we're going to do something, don't get caught. Right, and uh, don't assume that they're not terribly observant because I remember when uh, some of you guys were sneaking around underwater, uh, there were guys tracking you somehow. We never quite figured how they were doing that. So they got eyes. Why did that, Captain? I prefer that we do anything that uh, we're going to do illicit. Uh, it'd be outside of the protection of this bay. But I guess ultimately we have to figure out uh, why this thing's here and how it might lead us to our treasure. So All right. I'll, hang back at the, I'll hang back at the bow movement, but uh, send... Uh, I'll send my uh, dragonfly and uh, uh, Kanmushi with each of you. Uh, Punk, you want to drive the uh, rogue? No, still dirty. It must be cleaned. Okay, good. So, I guess... Uh, Punk, if you want to stay back in the bow moment, that's fine. Um, I'll actually ride on the rogue then. Uh, should our pirate captain be cleaning the rogue? No, I won't be cleaning it. I'll be driving it. 
must uh, have a clean boat if you drive it. It's really not that dirty. Driving dirty boat, very dangerous. Dirt can get into wrong places and things go wrong. Hey, I've checked over that boat. Uh, she's just fine. And there's a bunch of dirt on there. It's because you put it in there somehow. Or more likely it's got tracked on by everybody who went out of the island. Anyway, whatever the case, don't worry, I'll be fine. Uh, Drake, you uh, still have that spirit around for backup, or do you need to summon a different one? Yeah, if the, if the, if it, if it's not changed from sunrise to a sundown, it'd still be hanging out. It's it's been longer than that to get back to St. John's. Okay, then let me whip another one up. Uh, Captain, do we want an air spirit, water spirit, spirit of man? Hmm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking an air spirit might work best uh, because right, it can shoot lightning bolts, right? Absolutely. Okay. Let's see what yeah. I can. Let me see what I can muster up here. Let's see, I've got two hits on my knowledge skill for spirits to know what air spirits can do. This will be another uh, four, six, and five hits. Four net. All right, uh, same gig. We'll have uh, elemental uh, aura and elemental attack, both electricity. All right, you keep that thing backing us up, and you can stay on the boat yourself. Roger that. Uh, so do you want me to uh, have it uh, follow somebody's specific orders? Uh, Chance, uh, you want it, or Sharky? Not me. I'll take it. All right. It, it'll be... I uh, give the spirit the direction to uh, protect our crew from harm with uh, by, by pain of uh, injury and death and to do whatever he says in addition. <laughs> and I'll tell Chance, yeah, this one's uh, only going to give it a couple orders, so use them sparingly. Otherwise, it'll try and save you. Better than nothing. Good. Uh, I'll go in with you guys as well. So it'll be me, Chance, and Punk going in. No, me, Chance, and Sharky. Punk is going to stay back on the boat with Drake. Okay, okay. boat. So we'll we'll pull the rogue in uh, to the position where this uh, submersible is. Keep the bow movement uh, to where you can see us and cover us with sniper rifle fire if need be there, Punk. And uh, I guess be ready for trouble. Everybody ready? Yep. Sure. All right, I'm gonna hop onto the rogue and also bring along my uh, new rotodrum buddy. I'll uh, lay it down and kind of cover it with a blanket in the back seat. Oh, okay. And I'm going to send my micro skimmer up ahead, um, you know, good couple hundred meters ahead of us, and um, I'll have my uh, dragonfly just kind of riding on my shoulder. Not dragonfly, fly spy, riding on my shoulder. I need to get a dragonfly or two. Okay, so you're cruising up to. Uh to where the the vessel is docked. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you uh you cruise into that area, eyes open for any sign of uh, a hostile response. Uh, it looks like uh you know it's a standard uh, working section of the docks here in the in the harbor. And as uh as you get closer, you're peering out and checking things in the matrix and watching out, and you spot an uh an AR uh, display up over that. Uh, uh, where the uh, the sub is, and uh, you know, even before you can see it, the sub itself, you uh, you see a sign. Uh, like what you see, this vessel's for sale. Uh, contact Cuban Pete at, uh, and it's got the uh, Matrix uh, telecom code for him. Ah, Drek, Cuban Pete has the thing. Well, he might be able to tell us who the previous owners were. Not yeah, as you. As you get in closer, you can see the sub, and uh, it looks uh, looks pretty nice. Uh, might have gotten a fresh coat of paint recently. Um, it's uh, looks like it's in decent condition. 
maybe he'll let us on board to check it out, and you can sift through the logs and stuff. That sounds like a pretty good idea to me, Sharky. Yeah, Chance, you think uh, you can talk to your buddy Cuban Pete? See if we can't find out, uh, we can find out about this sub? I, sure, I'll give him a call, see if maybe we can... Uh, but here's the thing. I want to be very careful about uh, dealing with Cuban Pete. Not because I'm afraid of him, but because he's our main weapon supplier at this moment. So if we're going to do something on the sly, we better be sly. But if we're not, we should just be upfront and honest with about him. You know what I mean? Well, I don't need to steal anything of his necessarily, but I need to find out what uh, if there's any data in this thing and what leads there might be. Um, how do you think is the best way to deal with them? Upfront about the whole thing? Cuban Pete, I would say being upfront would probably be our best bet. Show there's no good, no ill will. Okay, let's uh, let's be upfront then. We don't really want to buy the thing, but we want to find out about his past, and it might be a lead on what we're uh, what we're trying to follow up on. It might cost us a little bit, but uh, usually it I does. Think, uh, I think you're you're right that uh, we need to make sure we don't burn any uh, bridges that we like to use. So yeah, give him a call. Let him know we need to meet. We'll have to see what we can find out about these, uh, uh, whatever we can find about this sub and how he got it. And I gotta who get he, in there. Who he got from? If the logs are still inside. Well, I will give Cuban Pete a call. And I guess we don't really need depth charges now, do we? We still might. You never know. Yeah, good point. I think it's a good thing to have a few, uh, maybe, uh, on this boat. In reserve. Never know. What's his, uh, what's his loyalty rating for you? Let me see here. Loyalty 3, Connection 4. Okay. Yeah, you call up uh, uh, Cuban Pete, and he answers. You can, you can hear the sound of, uh, of uh, you know, industrial uh, mechanic stuff working in the background. It sounds like somebody's got a welder going. There's some people talking back and forth, chatter. It sounds like he's at work. And, uh, uh, oh, boy, what's, uh, what's going on? Oh, not much, Pete. Just, uh, well, a couple things. First off, I might have some... Uh, more business from you. Sanded stuff, you know, replenishment, extra ammo, that type of thing. Uh, might have some components for for some things that go boom. But uh, more pressing than that, we've, uh, well, you know that nice sub that you've got docked in your little uh, dry dock there at St. John's? Oh, yeah, yeah. You want it? I can get you a good deal on it. Well, in a, in a matter of speaking, yes, but no. You see, Pete, here's the thing. I'm not going to try to pry into your business, but we have, uh, we're chasing down a lead on some particular business of our own, and we have it under good authority that the previous owners of that sub might be some of the individuals we are looking for, and we might want to have a conversation with. Now, I know that your business relies strictly on, you know, being professional and not giving up clients and everything, but so, but I was wondering, would it be possible for us to uh, get a look at that boat and perhaps just maybe do, oh, I don't know, see if anybody left any residual stuff left behind that, you know, your people might have missed? Of course, we'd be more than happy to compensate you for your time because I know this would probably, you probably got people looking to buy this and we don't want to cause any inconvenience for you, sir. Which, uh, give me an etiquette with a plus three bonus there. Stay by. And I got four. And I got four oh, hits. Yep, gotcha. So I wasn't sure if I hit my uh, mic button. Oh, yeah, I think I could probably uh, arrange for you guys to take a take a look at the uh, the vessel. I mean, if you're interested in buying it, you got to take a look at it, right? Of course, so we all we oh, no. it is 
you know, while you always uh, trust the person you do business with, it's always wise to uh, get a good and inspect the goods first. Yeah. Um, are you uh, are you around? You want to uh, uh, swing by soon? I'll probably be able to finish up here in uh, two, three hours. I think we can manage that. We shall meet you at the boat in, say, make it four hours. Don't hurry yourself, sir. All right. Sounds good. Oh, and uh, you want to kick me over a list of other stuff? I can uh, see about having it available same time. Will do. All right. Give me a second here on that front. I'm just going to jot down a couple notes real fast. I'll I'll get them to you retrospective retroactively like cool and uh, yeah time passes and you get that list to him and uh, he meets you up at the dock who's uh, who's showing up to meet him there actually uh, obviously dur- during that time uh, Han wanted to arrange to uh, get a cab ride over to uh, Sneaky Jean's place and drop off a couple of grand for him okay yeah you can do that good to see you're still. Still above the water and pulling in money for me. Yeah, well, the money's been a little thin lately, but we, we've gotten a few things done. Cuba turned out, uh, maybe not such a good idea. No? Yeah, not as much out, money in Cuba as you'd hoped? Uh, it turns out that there's a rather prominent family there that uh, we didn't realize we had history with. Anyway. Yeah, well, it's probably best I don't have any more details than that. I wouldn't want, yeah. uh, I wouldn't want to feel like I was... Obligated to, uh, well, no obligations. That's the thing. Right, well, things got messy. We won't be heading back there anytime soon, but that said, uh, we've, uh, we've kind of found that um, sometimes it's perhaps a bit more profitable, profitable to be the ones moving the merchandise than intercepting it. So if you know of anyone who needs someone or something moved from uh, point A to point B, uh, no questions asked. Um, well, we're looking for that kind of work as well these days. Well, I think I've got, uh, I've got something that, uh, that might be along those lines. Um, though, as you say, you don't have, uh, don't have much liquid cash. Maybe it's not the thing for you. I, uh, I know somebody in, in Miami that, uh, that has a, uh, a good deal on, on gear, letting it uh, go for a very reasonable price, and I happen to know a a certain buyer for it that would uh, pay top new yen. Oh, really? That sounds like we're the missing piece to your puzzle, then. How much gear are we talking about? Well, there's a... Uh, I have a, a connection in Puerto Bravo who's interested in uh, buying up as much APDS as, uh, as I can get uh, delivered, and... Uh, I found about about this uh, gun shop in Miami that's been going through some difficulty, and uh, I can arrange uh, for you to buy it at half off there. Really? Well, how much can we get at this price? Well, it's uh, my understanding they're willing to uh, sell it by the pallet. So if you've got six figures to uh, to drop on this, you could be paying me off very quickly. Six figures, huh? Let me talk to my crew and we'll see what we can do. Alright, so I'm gonna go back and, uh, uh, I'll bid farewell to, to Sneaky Jean after dropping off my payment and, uh, head back to, to the group to meet up with, uh, Cuban Pete. Though I should say, when I'm actually traveling this way, I'd want someone to come with me. <laughs> so maybe Chance and Sharky are actually, uh, tagging along. Yeah, I'm over nearby. Yeah, I don't much relish what happens when one of us goes wandering alone in the city. Especially hey, it was when I'm just that one time. <laughs> and so Hannah fills everyone in at the on the job opportunity. 
He said we're going to need a, a direct load of money, though, like six figures, in order to make the trip worth it. We got a little over 30 grand in the boat fa- fund. I've only got a little over seven myself. I got 25 I can kick in. I don't know. I got reservations about this. Seems a little too much of an investment. Could possibly blow up in our faces. If we want to try to do something now, try to work up to it, maybe. But right now, not so much. Yeah, right. And if we, uh, if we manage to follow down this lead, we could actually uh, make the money we would need to, to bankroll this. And uh, we'd be in a much better position to pull it off or deal with if it uh, turns out not to pan out. That said, if we buy 100000 million worth of APDS ammo at half price and we have trouble finding a buyer for it, uh, well, or if, or if our buyer backs out, then we'll we're, we stand a pretty good chance of still being able to recoup our investment by selling it through some other source. In worst case scenario, we end up with a whole lot of ammo that we'll eventually go through. It'll take a while. Well, maybe not considering this group. <laughs> we not got enough money, no matter how much you need. Right, so, which is why we uh, focus on checking out this sub, and maybe it'll lead us to the new and we need to bankroll the next thing. Yeah, or sorry, I didn't, we just make give the, I didn't mean to give the impression there's a, a minimum buy-in here, just that uh, you could you could spend six figures easily if you wanted to. Oh, yeah, uh, Hannah kind of took it to mean that um, the Sneaky Jean was saying, hey, uh, come talk to me when you've got six figures to spend on this. So that's kind of how she interpreted it, but... Uh, Eh, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, you could just spend a few hundred million. It might not be worth the trip, but... <laughs> We're going to uh, hopefully uh, be checking out this sub with uh, once Cuban Pete lets us in. Uh, so, Captain Hannah, if you need, Punk has uh, 40,000. All right, well, I think uh, between everybody, that would uh, that would put us over what we need, but uh, I'd certainly rather, rather not uh, tap us out and have us be in an all-or-nothing thing here. Yeah, something went wrong. We would be, uh, we'd be hurting. Why we pirates have no take chance to make big money? Uh, you do have a point there. Even either so, way, I want to see where this thing pans out. I will say, either way, let us concentrate on the job before us. See where that takes us. All right, so I guess we're waiting for Cuban Pete at the uh, sub. Okay. Yeah, he, he shows up. He's got your, your resupply stuff that you ordered. You can pay him and get all that stuff. Yay. So if you've got a line on cheap APDS, you sure you want to buy that from him? Keep your current friends happy. <laughs> okay, and he's he's ch- a bit chatty as uh, as he's helping you load stuff in and uh, tells you I, I got a uh, got a great deal on this sub. It's a uh, it's a great little uh, little uh, two seater, fun for tootling around in the uh, the harbor here. And uh, <laughs> I actually got it in trade. Good deal, huh? Bunch of a uh, bunch of old scuba gear and uh, modified underwater stuff. Who who take you, note who of what he's it? saying mentally? Who sold it to you? Oh, I don't know if Captain Mallard would want me to. Oh, silly me! You didn't uh, hear that from me. I don't know what you're talking about, Pete. Something I think it was a rush of wind or something. Some seagull flying by, squawking too much. Yeah, yeah. Now what the frag is he doing out around here? Text message straight to the captain. What do you think? Hey, I'll bet you it might have something to do with us. I mean, if it doesn't, it's always best to think that way. I really wouldn't mind bumping into him today. Where is he? What was he doing? Let's check out the boat. Send another text. Check out the boat first. Uh, I mean, never mind. Or let me know if you want to answer that question later. 
and Hannah awkwardly goes uh, over to the uh, the sub submarine, carrying the uh, uh, Huerta's uh, comlink with her. Yeah, he's going over the uh, list of uh, maintenance and repairs and whatnot that he did on the uh, the vessel. Out of curiosity, how much does he want for this? Oh, his his asking price a uh, hundred and eight thousand. <laughs> That's a bit rich. Isn't that what they go for new? Hey, it's like new. Hey, we just washed the blood out of it yesterday. You want to roll your negotiation? See if you can talk him down. We're not. I don't think we're interested in buying. So it was just an idle curiosity, sort of a conversation keeper. Unless the captain yeah. wants to try for it. As uh, she's looking through it, Hannah's going to go ahead and try to uh, talk him down. I uh, got three hits on five dice. Oh, I think. Uh, yeah, you make some some good points about it. It is a. Uh, there's an older version of the firmware in here. You're right about that. I wasn't able to get that upgraded. And, uh, yeah, it uh, it does have a uh, lot of hours on the engine. But uh, how about uh, 93,000? So um, is there anything up with the electronics that, that uh, I think I'd be able to tweak while I'm in here? What do you mean by tweak? Well, he mentioned something about uh, not being able to upgrade the firmware. Uh, can I make that work? Um, yeah, checking it out, it... Uh, it looks like, uh, you know, looking it over and whatnot, things are in, in decent shape and whatnot. It doesn't, uh, I'm, I'm more of a tossing that in as a, a flavor text of uh, not okay, upgrading the, the firmware. It doesn't look like there's an actual problem problem with it. Yeah, well, if uh, our next thing pans out, I might just have uh, the name to consider it. Uh, don't, hold, don't hold it back on my account, though. And uh, basically, I'm, I'm looking this thing over, uh, running this comlink, looking for the source of the signal and see if I can find anything... Any clues or hidden thingamajiggers or bugs or anything on this uh, Vulcan that I can? Uh, oh, okay. Um, why don't you give me a uh, give me a hardware test? Hmm, this seems important. I think I'll edge this. Okay, five total hits. Oh, you. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Okay. Um, yeah, you. Uh, looking it over and and chatting with him about what he did on his upgrades it uh it sounds like uh most of the the data on the onboard computers got uh got wiped out when he did the you know the ownership change and uh the upgrades and that kind of thing but you're pretty sure that if you you had uh maybe a couple of days to to really dig into this thing and do some serious low level diagnostics on it you might be able to pull off what uh what information was on here before that it's it's not an an easy thing though you'd you'd need some serious time to work on it all right i'm going to text that to chance and say uh what do you think is the likelihood um i can get a hold of this thing for a couple of days to really dig through the memory I'll ping chance. Okay. You need to... So you want me to ask if we could rent it for a little while? Take it out for an extended test drive? Says, uh, I don't know. What, whatever. I just need to, to get a couple days at this thing. It's going to take some time, but I might be able to pull some of the, the residual data that was wiped. Pete, I have a... This seems like a very fine vessel, but uh, my captain here is uh, wants to give it a thorough looking over. Perhaps uh, we could come to a bit of an agreement. Either you let, perhaps maybe an extended test drive, or when it really doesn't go anywhere, or perhaps I think my captain, you that firmware issue you are having, she might be able to help it out, help you out with that. Maybe uh, increase the value of the sale. You know, call it maybe a quid pro quo. What kind of a 
long term are you talking about here? Oh, I'm sure nothing more than a day or two. It's not like it's going, and it's not like it'd be really going anywhere anyway. And if the captain is able to help you with your upgrade, you could either sell it for a better price because it is, you know, even more than what it is. Or if you don't sell and we end up buying it, then I'm sure we could still you'd still make uh, quite a bit of money, and perhaps maybe give us a little bit of a discount on the side. And besides, we're always ordering stuff from you anyway. Maybe uh, considering that we've been such good customers, I don't see why maybe a couple what a couple days would matter. Let me guess, etiquette test. Uh, give me a negotiation and take a bonus of his loyalty. All right. Four seems to be my lucky number so far. Four hits. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you dick her back and forth about it for a bit, and he's willing to, uh, to let you, you rent it for up to four days at, uh, let's call it, uh, five grand a day, and, uh, if you buy it, the, uh, the rental costs will go into it, though, uh, that's a limited time offer there. Understood. Text back to the captain, see what she says. God, direct, that's expensive, but, all right. Hey, I was doing that with a negative one penalty, okay? I'm not a negotiator. <laughs> uh, none of us are, really. <laughs> we could send in chartreuse to negotiate. No, I want to keep my, my contact. All right, so, yeah, I guess we'll rent it for at least a couple days. And Work Hannah's fast, gonna, Captain. Hannah's going to spend some time uh, digging into it. I guess uh, we don't want to be paying for the um, the docking fee for this whole time, so uh, we'll take it out. And uh, I'll just kind of go ahead and uh, hang out inside of this thing, uh, floating next to the bow movement, or maybe uh, being towed or tagging along. Okay. Yeah. On the surface, it uh, it wallows a bit. It's it's pretty slow. Doesn't uh, accelerate very quickly. Um, it's uh, definitely not the the best uh, vessel in your fleet. Does it have rigor adaptation? Oh uh, no, it's not uh, currently set up for that. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of go to it with the manual controls then. And I guess I'm going to spend a lot of time over the next couple of days uh, working on this thing and digging through its memories. Yeah, give me a give me a computer test. It's an extended test based time of a day. Okay, so it's five hits in the first day. Okay, yeah, you start working on it and uh, and uh, clear aside the uh, the current software on it so nothing uh, you know accidentally. Uh, gets in the way of uh, of your work and uh you start uh isolating different bits of the electronics through it as you uh you begin digging into uh you know historical logs and and records on it and and pulling out uh uh bits and pieces of surviving data in uh in the various uh, distributed backups in the system if i might make a suggestion see if you can download gps yeah i'm of course looking for anything any data that I can find that's of any use. Yep. Uh, is anybody else doing anything while Henna is working on this? Uh, yes. Uh, Shrek is going to try to improve his Arcana skill since we've got a couple of days. Okay. And Drake will be spending his time talking about the metaplanes with Chartreuse and or maybe some Spirity summons. Okay. Chartreuse okay. has been uh, working continuously on uh, on etchings within the... Uh, the uh, galley, the uh, the table has been completely covered over in a, a mind-boggling uh, uh, array of uh, Escher-like uh, um, 
geometric uh, shapes and designs, and it's uh, it's beginning to expand out into the floor around it. You better not t- get anyone near my kitchen utensils. Well, maybe I'll spend some uh, time bonding with chartreuse and helping with the carvings. <laughs> okay, the uh, the the table itself has a like a large uh, eye shaped oval in the center of it, with uh, with smaller, more angular uh, carvings in the center of it that kind of draws your your eye together into it, and it's almost like your your mind is is falling down into and you jerk your yourself away from it. It's a, a very disturbing picture. Does uh does Chartreuse able to tell me much about what it's doing and like what the the carvings will do? And more importantly, how important is it that we don't get anything on said carving? Oh, we shall put everything on the carvings. It will protect it. We must keep it safe. That certainly is interesting. For when the rival has become and it is asked for its... Your language is wrong for this. But it is ours now and we must keep it. So can Chartreuse and I share any kind of like mental connection where if we break down a language there's like a mind-to-mind transmission you did once when you first summoned it but it's its own entity at this point yeah i didn't know if there was like a if both parties were willing there was like a two-way street similar to like when you do the summoning if you wanted to you could try binding it no i'll pass (laughs) pretty sure church would kick my ass in that regard Although I'm going to take notes about our discussion, like actually write them down, because this might be important later. All right. It's uh, why don't you give me a give me an Arcana test? So you take notes and try to interpret uh, the ravings of this uh, spirit. You know, I feel like I'll get a good night's sleep out of this, so I'll actually spend some edge. Oh, after the number, not before. With edge for hits. <laughs> okay, something something of yours. The the crew is is at risk from some nebulous thing that is that's coming for it. And Chartreuse seems uh, concerned about protecting it. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, you're not sure about a, a time? Chartreuse seems vague on the, the whole concept of time. But uh, soon. All right, I'll just file that away for a, a later discussion with the crew, should it arise. But I will definitely spend all day or as much time as we have conversing with Chartreuse about all of this. I can just picture Drake's uh, idea of bringing that up again uh, as, oh yeah, so this is what it meant. Right, as the giant alter beast is coming through the portal, <laughs> like, oh, now I get it. <laughs> and uh, Hannah, why don't you give me another computer test for the next day? That's uh, five more hits. All right. Um, it's another long day of uh, dealing with bits and bytes, and towards the end of it, you start uh, pulling out some actual useful information as you've uh, reconstructed what uh, was once on this uh, this system. Uh, nice. Hey, guys, I've got something. All right. Check this out. I uh, start throwing the data out, tossing it up into uh, people's image feeds. And, uh... 
I guess the, the most important bit of data that you pull out from it is a, a GPS uh, navigational plot that uh, starts from someplace in mid-ocean and ends up at Donut Island. And the date stamp on it is of the, uh, the date of that battle. So we have the starting point of that um, journey? Yes. Hey, uh, guys, go ahead and run these coordinates. Where is this? I've got a navigation skill, but not a very good one. I'll assist whoever's making the main roll. Uh, or I got, I got two hits. I got seven dice in navigation. I could assist if needed. I gave you all the wrong information. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, Gliss trying to teamwork test. I believe that uh, that means no bonus to the uh, to the limit. Yes. That makes sense. But I'm really sure that this wrong information is the right information. Like, I'm dead set on it. I've seen this before. Trust me, I like water. Okay, it looks like I'm still sitting at two hits then. So, I guess I'll be trying to answer my own question with my meager navigation skills and um, Drake's helpful suggestions. Okay. Um, Hannah, why don't you give me a memory test? That'd be four hits. Oh, it looks... Oh, yeah, never mind. Um, yeah, you... Uh... You plug in the, the coordinates, and uh, it actually looks like it's it's heading near to where uh, Dead Turtle Island is, but, you know, you've the coordinates uh, look vaguely familiar. You've, uh, you've been there once before um, in that general area. Uh, you, saw, you saw a fishing vessel sink there. Uh, was there an island there? No, no. You were you were on the way to Dead Turtle Island way back when you had uh you picked up uh what's his name from Brainburn Island. Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. And uh you were on your way there and you saw a fishing vessel go down. And you guys pragmatically decided that it uh it wasn't your problem and headed on to the island. Interesting. You guys remember this spot, right? Where we left all those people to die and punk wind for like a week? Uh, only for only six, six days. days. That's an awfully long time and a couple chips ago, so maybe? You don't remember Punk carrying on about it? Every single time it was, uh, he managed to bring it up in conversation? Well, next time you stuck on some desert island and people sail by, you learn about not wanting people to come by rescue people when you're drowning. Right, well, I think we might want to go and check out whatever is there. And Even worse. Even worse when they're eating you. Wait, so you're saying we're going back to an island of cannibals? No, it's not an island. It's just a place in the water where there might be things there that will try to eat us. But we have, uh, well, two submersible crafts here now. We might as well uh, take this Vulcan along with. It wouldn't hurt to have uh, an extra thing along. Uh, Yeah, good point. Maybe we should just return it. It's not armed with anything, so it's not necessarily going to be of any use. I've got all the data from it now. I guess we just eat the ten grand and then uh, take the bow movement out there. And, uh, yeah, maybe it wouldn't hurt to have the other boat along with with uh, some depth charges. You uh, get a chance to finish those up, Chance? The depth charges? Well, I've been working on them. How much time? When do you need them by? Uh, as soon as possible. I will make that my sole purpose. All right, so I guess we'll uh, go ahead and deliver the um, the Vulcan back to uh, Keep and Pete, and uh, pay him the ten grand. Oh, okay. 
Oh, and you were able to get the uh, the firmware upgraded for him, and he is quite happy about that. Have to give us a discount on the rental? He Not that say, happy. Well, he did say, uh, you know, for what we use to rent it, if we do end up buying it, he'll just take that off the top. Sort of a down payment. All right, then I guess uh, we're going to plan on heading out to this spot in the ocean. All right, who wants to be on the bow movement? And uh, who's going to be on the uh, the other boat? Well, I think, Chance, you're going to have to be on the other boat because you'll be the one to uh, use the depth charters, right? Well, it's good. It's a fair assumption, yes. Yeah, sailing out there, the uh, the weather is getting worse. Uh, the barometer's dropping a bit, and it's uh, it's getting cloudy. Uh, Drake? Be on the boat that can submerse underwater if needed. Okay, so that's the bow movement. Uh, Punk? Yes, Captain? Which which one you want to pilot? I want to pilot clean one. They're both clean. Punk like a bow movement. All right. Sharky? Yeah, boss. Uh, I think uh, maybe you better come in the bow movement, too. Okay. That's going to put Chance by himself on the other boat, though. Well, where do you want to allocate resources to, Captain? Or what makes the most sense? You know, I think, I think we better have uh, our backup boat in the area, but... Uh, Chance, maybe you better come along with us in the bow movement. We never know quite where we're going to end up. You've got underwater gear, right? So uh, yes, I do. But I'm I also ha- I am also underwater gear. Right. Okay. Good. So we've got that uh, airlock thing installed in the bow movement, so you can deploy outside of the ship if you need to underwater. I have a feeling we're going to find something unusual there. Uh, hopefully, I it's will. a sea monster that tries to eat the boat. Hopefully it's a secret underground base or some sort of thing we can infiltrate and take over. And maybe we'll bump into Captain Mallard and kill him. One can only hope. On the killing. I'd rather not meet him again if we could possibly help it. Yeah, well, I kind of hope we bump into him at some point so we get to put bullets into him. It still bugs me that that guy's still wandering out, uh, wandering around out there alive. I mean, how much of that old pirate crew will be wiped out? I haven't keep it an exact count, but uh, I definitely would say we are winning that particular fight. Yeah, well, you all uh, ready to head out then? Yeah. All right. Yep. So we'll we'll uh, take our other boat with, but it'll be uh, I'll, I'll pilot it remotely while riding in the bow movement. Okay. The uh, the wind started picking up, and it's getting up into from three to four, and occasionally up to five foot swells. I'm gonna check the weather to make sure there isn't. Something like a hurricane about to happen. Always hurricanes. Oh, nothing in the current forecast. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, Drake, can you just take a peek at the uh, at the uh, astral to make sure there aren't any spirits causing a storm? Sure, I can I, do that. I know we've pulled that trick a time or two. Yeah, I'll go ahead and uh, kind of pop my head up and do the the once around. Okay. Why don't you Why don't you give me an ascensing test? One moment. Two hits. As I quickly look up the ascensing table. Yeah, there is uh, definitely some magical activity in the area. There is a uh, uh, turbulent nature to the, the astral. Something's something's causing this disturbance. Right, so I'll pop, pop back down deck and tell the captain, well, the mojo's not right, but I don't really know what's wrong with it. The frag does that mean? Well... It means that the, the the mojo's not really right, but I'm not exactly sure what's wrong with it. Yeah, you see, you, you just basically said the same thing over again. I don't understand what you mean when you say that. Something wrong. You hear a uh, a yelp and barking from below decks. 
Oh, frag sharky. What? <laughs> can you can you go check on the on Wesley? I will go check on Wesley. I'm taking my new nunchucks with me. So Drake, brass knuckles. Drake will try and ex- explain this to the captain a third time, but he might pepper in something about well, while while he was in discussion with Chartreuse about the nature of the carvings and some of the things that didn't make understand. Chartreuse seemed to think that something might be coming. So maybe this is related to the mojo not being right. It's really too hard to say. All right. Well, what do you advise that we do about it? I'm going to go back above, take a look around, (laughs) come back down, shrug. There's not really much we can do, but if I had to take a guess, and this is a little bit of a guess that we're taking right now, this particular place that we're at is probably not a good place to be. On a scale of 1 to 10, of 1 being perfectly normal and 10 being the mojo is completely wrong and it's time to, you know, skip town, I can't get a bearing there. I just know that it's not normal. But it doesn't look like the end of the world in the astral. It's just not right. All right. Good enough. Uh, Everyone, we're going to divert to Dead Turtle Island and wait this thing out. And uh, Sharky? Down, uh, yeah. down in the galley, you see uh, Wesley standing in the uh, on the galley table in the center of that uh, disturbing uh, artwork, and uh, it's uh, it's shaking and shivering, and occasionally tries to uh, to jump down when a uh, a tentacle lashes up from uh, from underneath the table and grabs the dog in midair and puts it back onto the uh, the table. I will grab the dog. Come in, Wesley. Come a uh, a tentacle uh, snatches out and and grabs you. Uh, give me a a dodge test, a reaction intuition, to try to gra- uh, get out of the way. Reaction. Hold on, I gotta switch pages here. Reaction and intuition. Okay. And I need to quick look up the uh, physical stats of a Force Nine Water Spirit. Force Nine Water Spirit. How the hell did we get a Force 9 Water Spirit? You've had it for a while. I I rolled Edge when I summoned Chartreuse, and then I started feeding it Karma, because, you know, it seemed to hang around, so now we've got a pet thing. Yeah, handle your pet, dude. (laughs) It doesn't really work that way anymore. (laughs) Yeah, Chartreuse's tentacle uh, slaps out and uh, grabs you and pulls you in, uh, keeping you and the... uh, the uh, dog on the table. You must keep it here so it is safe. It's safe with me. No. Yes. Drake! Drake, come do something with your thing here! <laughs> so, <laughs> Drake, Drake, I guess, kind of like breaks off his explaining, his long and involved process of explaining to the captain when he hears that. Uh, yeah, you, you better go down there. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Drake goes down below. And to my delight, what do I find? Punk, get us out of here. Punk, drive boat. Fast. Yeah, give me a, uh, a piling test. Up here, the uh, the waves are uh, getting up to uh, five feet, and it's uh, it's uh, definitely difficult to keep the uh, the boat stable. Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna seal up the boat, and uh, so everyone's you know within the uh, the full life support based enclosure. So if we do end up flipping upside down or going underwater, we're, you know, not going to fall off and drown. And then Hannah's going to jump into the, um, the, the rogue to pilot it safely. 
And nobody else is on that one. Should give me a piloting test for it. Uh, that would be four hits. But also the threshold is like supposed to be three lower. So I have uh, I used edge, five hits. I also have uh, add two to the handling of the boat. Cool. Yeah, and you're you're gonna need it here. The uh, the waves are rough, and uh, it's it's almost as if they're uh, changing angles and direction to to knock into the the side of the boat or uh, uh, alter uh, altering direction just to add a whim to make things more and more difficult. You're you're slicing through the waves, but uh, it feels like almost uh, you're getting uh, uh, knocked back and forth, and it's even a little bit uh, difficult to to remain standing in the boat, uh, except for uh, Sharky, who is uh, held carefully in place by Chartreuse. You don't have to worry about falling down. Ah, uh, sweet. I will be comforting Wesley. Wesley seems much much more happy now that uh, you're there. Um, he's not trying to to escape. But uh, every time you try to uh, to get away from uh, from the uh, the the top of the table, or or more importantly, you try to pull the dog away from it, uh, Chartreuse uh, smacks you back. Chartreuse, what do you know about that storm out there? It comes. What is it? It wants our crew. Is it just a storm, or is it like a super storm that can think and stuff? It is me. It's you. Then why are you having it come? I come to take what is his. Who's his? It's not pointing at Drake, is it? <laughs> uh, no, no. Well, that's good. Drake, Drake, who's he mean his? Who's the bad guy that we're going to steal from? Well, that's the funny thing about spirits and language. It's not really always a one-to-one. One-to-one what? We're not talking numbers here. We're talking a person. Who's the guy that we're going to steal his stuff? Who's his? So Drake is going to start rattling off, like, spirit theory and his past conversations with Chartreuse and what I think it means and what it could mean. And at the end of this explanation, they're going to have a lot more questions than you are answers. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Sharky will have that faraway stare. Like, what is this guy talking about? Lightning begins stabbing out of the sky down around your boats. You guys can both uh, try to... Oh, give me a, say, reaction plus edge roll while for the pilots. That, while they're rolling that, can I ask Chartreuse if I should be on the table as well, or or no? And Hannah, can you make your reaction plus edge? That would be three hits. Okay, Punk, on your boat... You're looking at uh, resisting 20 physical as uh, lightning slams into the uh, the boat. And Hannah, you're looking at uh, 17. Wait, no, uh, 19. And it's electrical damage, if that matters for your uh, resistance rolls. Lightning is, uh, is arcing across the sky and uh, slamming into the water all around your, your boat's and uh, for just a second, uh, Hannah, you think you see in the uh, in the chain of lightning across the sky a uh, a pair of uh, giant eyes looking down upon you. All right, so I got six hits. Um, I think I'll edge this. Okay, so I got ten hits, so it takes nine damage. And Drake Chartreuse uh, responds to you. I don't want you. 
You were not taken from it. Interesting. Okay, so net five damage on the bow movement. All right, yeah, I'm going to... Um, oh, I have to resist some uh, damage as well from biofeedback. This is very dangerous. I'm going to jump out of that boat and uh, give it orders to just sail away as best it can. It's probably not going to make it. And I'm going to uh, jump into the bow movement to the point where I'm going to basically be allowing Punk to do, to do the uh, the piloting of the boat, but I'll be able to sort of uh, man the uh, guns and you know pick things up on sensors and try to help out. Okay. Get us under the water. This lightning hit both boats very bad. I hit the underwater sub button. All right. You uh, you sink beneath the waves, and, uh... Drake, there's something up in the sky looking down on us, shooting lightning. See if you can't do something about that with your magic or something. Yeah, very shortly after you submerge, the, uh, the ride evens out as you're no longer being tossed back and forth by the waves. Hey, Captain Hanna, next time storm come, we just go underwater right away. There are flashes of uh, of light and uh, white foam of superheated water as, uh, as lightning repeatedly uh, slams down into the uh, the water above your heads. Uh, get us deeper. I want to get a, get away from those lightning blasts. Dive, dive, dive! Everybody, run up front. And uh, let's see. Uh, Chance and Hannah, you, or uh, no, Punk and Hannah. Uh, why don't you guys give me, uh, perception tests limited by the sensors of the vessel? Uh, it's minus two from the damage. Okay. No, the damage to the vessel doesn't affect the, your, your sensor tests. Cool. And, uh, let's see. Drake, what were you saying to Chartreuse? Well, we were discussing whether or not I should be on the table or not. Ah, uh, gotcha. No. So I'm going to delve into that subject further. So what's happening with those two? No kind of gesture to the table. Those two? Oh yeah, Sharky and the dog. Wesley. The Sharky is the Sharky is interfering, but it is crew, so it lives. Drake will turn to Sharky and be like, "I think you're good," and then head back upstairs to the captain. It looks like Punk and I each capped out our um, perception tests operating the sensors with a. Sensor rating of five, five hits each. Okay. About uh, 80 meters down um, below here, you can, uh, you're can you getting returns on your, your sonar of uh, something hard and, uh, and uh, metallic. It's, it's giving out a, a bright return on sonar. There's definitely something down here beneath the water. Oh, something Drek, big. What, what the Captain, frag is this? do you see that? I do. It's... It's, it's just it's above metal. the. It's just above the uh, the surface. It uh, it uh, it's not moving. It's uh, it's stationary, but it is. Uh, it's maybe oh seventy meters long by about uh, forty meters wide. Let's head over there and see what it is. We can send Chance and Shocky go look. Uh, is this the water? Uh, relatively um, easy to move around in down here. Uh, it's it... better. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely uh, uh, shaken up by the the currents, and you're not getting 
much of any light coming down beneath the, the storm above. It's it's dark down here, but uh, um, it's it gets calmer the the deeper you go beneath the beneath the surface. Though, uh, if you're are you heading down that way? Yeah, Chance and Sharky, uh, go ahead and get over to the uh, the uh, rear underside airlock. Okay. Uh, don't go anywhere yet, but um, we might have a good opportunity for you guys to get out and do something. Okay. Yeah. As you as you Take guys head there. as you guys head deeper underwater, the uh, the bow movement begins uh, creaking and and groaning under the pressure. As you get uh, down below ten meters and twenty meters, and uh, you know your ears pop. And uh, the the entire vessel is uh, you, you start wondering maybe you, maybe you shouldn't have uh, uh, you know negotiated for the uh, cheap deal on on getting the uh, the underwater modification and did you did you really get a good job fixing those last holes that were in it uh, as the uh, the whole thing uh, uh, begins compressing inward under the the pressure of uh, of uh, the depths. Come on, hold together. Why are we going so deep again? Mysterious shiny thing on bottom of ocean. We can stop. Maybe swim rest way. Yeah, how uh, close have we managed to get by this point? You're about 50 meters down so far. How much farther is it down? 30 more. And how deep are we supposed to be able to go in this thing? Yeah, nobody ever actually specified that. <laughs> Do I feel like I'm kind of at the edge of where... It's uh, safe to be at this point. Do you have any kind of diving skill? I do not, but I have a nautical vessel skill, and I know what it feels like to be this boat right now. I've got diving skill. Well, uh, if the captain asks you, uh, Sharky, you could definitely help him out. But at uh, the moment, you're, uh, you're arm wrestling with uh, a number of uh, nebulous tentacles on the galley table. Hey, uh, anybody have any idea how deep we should be able to go in this thing? Let me uh, make some quick mental calculations, Captain. Until we start taking on water? No, by the time we start taking on water, it's too late. Yeah, I, th- I think that's not the, the best measure. Sharky got one hit for uh, diving. Well, you know you're going to need to take some precautions coming back up from this kind of depth if you don't want to risk uh, uh, dealing with uh, nitrogen narcosis and that sort of thing. Four hits on a diving test. Yeah, this this vessel's probably good down to about uh, about a hundred meters. And how far have we traveled so far? Fifty, I believe. Yep. Minus whatever we are docked for getting it done on the cheap. Uh, no, we didn't really get it done on the cheap. <laughs> we we spent a lot of nuit on this. So. Uh... Yeah, very specialized diving uh, equipment could take you down as far as eight hundred meters, but uh, for a a normal surface vessel that uh, has been modified to be able to to handle underwater things. Yeah, you wouldn't trust it much beyond 100. All right, well, the thing we're trying to go down to is 80 meters, so we should be good. But um, take us down there nice and easy, Punk. Uh, we did take some damage above. I dive casual. Uh, punk, rather a chance, uh, Sharky, stand by. Okay, stand by. We okay this deep, but must be careful. Go back up and come back into sub. All right, yeah, and that uh, thing that Hannah keeps referring to as, as an airlock is a hatch at the bottom that can be opened, and, you know, you, you basically can have uh, this sort of pool of water you can use to swim out. Okay. I forget what that kind of uh, 
hatch or door is called, but it's got a special name, I think. A moon pool. Yes, a moon pool, but one that we can close and seal off when we want to. So yeah, not technically an airlock. It's called diving hatch. Ooh, there you go. Anyway, it's certainly nice for us to have. But um, So do we make it the rest of the uh, 30 meters down to this thing, whatever it is? You're actually intercepted on your way to it. And uh, why don't you roll initiative for me as a, uh, a pair of uh, medium-sized drones come, uh, come up towards you from the, uh, the thing that's down there. Your, uh, your sensors reveal them as, uh, as crakes. Oh, man, I want those. Are we all rolling initiative or just him? Uh, well, yeah, I guess you want us. If you want to do something involving chartreuse there, or if you're planning on, uh, you know, leaving, uh, leaving Wesley there and uh, heading out into the water, you'd need to roll your initiative. Yep, I'm on 26. And uh, could I have uh, gotten a chance to say anything when I saw the drones? Or, um, sure. I, I think you actually said, man, I want one of those. Okay. <laughs> I should say, we're under attack, drones! Get out there, fight! Yeah, uh, Hannah happens to know these things can carry little torpedoes that are pretty nasty. Did you uh, see the message that I posted about Courtney's character? Uh, yeah, but I uh, I opened it, but I haven't actually had a chance to look at it yet. I've been a little bit busy. Okay, yeah, just making sure you uh, saw it. Okay, and sorry, you said you go on 27? Does anybody beat that? Uh, Hannah goes on 26. Does anybody beat 26 on initiative? Alright, uh, how close are these things to us? Uh, let's see, you got a good signal from them when they were about halfway from the, uh, the thing to you, so call it, uh, 15 meters. Alright, I'm gonna hold my action to, um, either shoot them when they get close enough, um, or if they fire any torpedoes, I want to maybe see if I can shoot one of them down. I've got the, uh, the underwater modified deck gun, and that's all I can do right now. Yeah, let me pull up this, uh, spreadsheet link. Which I certainly should have had up before. Wait, uh, doesn't Chance go first? Seeing as I'm not actively getting involved with combat, I can choose not to, and there's nothing for me to do, so I'm just going to play damage control should we take any. Not going to leap out into the uh, depths of the ocean? Not just yet. Okay. Besides, I really don't have any... Uh, uh, I got an SMG they can work underwater, but you know that's really not going to do me any good. Okay. Let's see. I'm not sure which of these initiatives are new and which of them are left over from previous times. Uh, there's no sprites doing anything right now. <laughs> I happen to roll the same, so <laughs> don't mine's, Don't worry about mine. Okay, Drake, you've got a Spirit of Air, but it doesn't have any particular orders except protecting you guys. Uh, let's see. Looks like we've got uh, Drake at 21. What are you doing? Uh, I didn't put any initiative in there. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see... Punk at 15. Okay, uh, what do these things look like? They're like, like little drones. mechanical squid. Watch out for their torpedoes, Hannah says. I, I go diving out in the moon pool. How far away are they? About 15 About meters. About 15 meters. I'd say you can use uh, half your movement after you uh, uh, disembark through the moon pool. All right, uh, Hannah, I will take the helm have... now. Well, I'll I just my need... action. What are you doing, Punk? I shoot it. Okay, from 15 meters away, or are you moving closer first? I don't need to get closer. It's minus one power uh, per meter that you shoot through it with a, with a gun. Uh, that's uh, always the case, even with extreme environment modification, too? 
the uh, the modification lets you shoot. If you didn't have that, you couldn't shoot in the first place. Well, I'm just going to have to swim closer then. Okay, how many more meters uh, closer can you move with uh, half your movement? Two. Ooh, okay, so you're 13 meters away. Well, uh, they mentioned torpedoes, and torpedoes have to come to the boat, so I'll wait. Okay, and second pass. We've got uh, Hannah at 16. Yep. Uh, so oh, sorry, Sharky. Did we uh, forget about you? Oh. I, I just put it in because uh, I was figuring I was going to sit on that table, but now I've got to try to uh, convince Chartreuse that he needs to let me go so I can help the crew. Our crew. Leave the crew and go. Okay, we'll go. Are you taking Wesley with you? Yeah. A tentacle reaches out and tries to grab you again. <laughs> You gotta leave Wesley behind. He's he's protecting him. <laughs> Are you protecting Wesley? Is that why you want him here? Keeping crew safe. Okay, Wesley's part of the crew, so keep the crew safe. So sit, listen down. Say, Wesley, stay, and uh, I'll head over to. Oof, the oof, oof, oof. All right, you head over and uh, and dive through, dealing with. Uh, with Chartreuse and Wesley and, and all that stuff, that's going to be using up your, your turn there on the first pass. And okay. second pass, you're in the water, 15 meters away from the drones at 20. What are you doing? Uh, heading for the drones. Okay. What's your uh, what's your speed? Ooh, where is that written at? Is that, uh, I'm not sure what swim speed is. I've got the swim skill, but it doesn't say how fast that actually is. Oh, here it is, swimming up here. Uh, six meters, and then on a swim test, uh, up to plus two times combat turn. Not sure what that's supposed to mean. You can move. It's a complex action to swim, and you can move a number of meters in a combat turn equal to the average of your agility and strength. And you can take a a simple action to sprint to do a swimming plus strength physical test to uh, add one meter per hit. And you know what? Uh, Calling swimming a complex action seems silly and weird to me, especially when a sprint with it is a simple action on top of that. So I'm going to rule that swimming is movement, not a complex action. Go. Boot. So what's your agility and strength averaged? Uh, Agility 5, strength right now is 6. So 6. So if uh, you want, you can do a simple action to... Uh, roll your swing plus strength to get a an extra meter per hit. Okay. Unless you're an elf or troll, then you get two meters per hit. Uh, an extra four meters. Okay, so that's ten meters. You're five meters away from these drones. And you still have a simple action left. Uh, for a simple action, want to do my attribute boost for my strength. Dang. Okay. Well, you know, it's chaotic and hectic here. Still no okay. Yep, you can make your roll on that, and then I believe Hannah is next. Uh, yep, I'm gonna hold my action. Okay, the uh, the creeks get to go at ten, and yes, they are confused by the additional target here, and will take their shot at Sharky instead of the boat. So they're gonna shoot at me? That's not very nice. Yeah, a uh, a pair of uh, micro torpedoes shoot out of the creeks. Uh, in your direction. Uh, seven hits in the first dodge, and then I managed one die for the second one? Yep. 
and six hits for the second dodge. All right, you're able to dodge both of them. All right, I am going to surge forward uh, with the boat, taking my held action. Um, How close can I get to them? Uh, Let's see, you're 15 meters away, and uh, what's the speed of your vessel underwater? I'm not sure. Let me see if we have it in And the acceleration as well. It just says secondary propulsion submersible. It doesn't say Actually, the speed and um, whatever are. You've but, got uh, you got a decent pilot skill. You've got the uh, rigor thing in there. They're already trying to close with you, so it's not like they're trying to get away. I would rule that uh, you can get as close as you would like at this point. All right, yeah, I guess I want to drive up to where I'm about a meter away from one of them then and okay. uh, open up with a 10-round burst from the... Uh, Underwater modified light machine gun. Okay. Take your shot. Let's see. That's eight hits, but I'm pretty sure my accuracy is less than that. What's the base damage of the uh, weapon? Um, after taking away one for the, for the distance, the base damage is an eight P, AP minus six. The accuracy is five. So I'm capped out of that for, for hits. I think that's, uh, still enough to, uh, turn the first crake into a floating pile of shrapnel. Such a waste. And let's see, that was uh, Hannah at 16. Chance, Punk, are either of you doing anything, Punk, especially you're out in the water? Does anything anything move closer to me? There's the... uh, Move by me and left me in its wake. Yeah, pretty much at this point. Uh, What's the average of your strength and agility? Uh, let's go with, um, five. Okay, that, uh, that can get you ten meters away from one of the crakes, or the crake, rather. Didn't one of them fire a micro-torpedo? Two of them did, at Sharky. And they, they missed Sharky, and where'd they go? Yep, they missed. They went, uh, whizzing past and into the darkness. Well, I guess we'll find out if they come back. What are you doing, punk? Oh, at 10 meters, I can still shoot him and do damage, so I'm going to do that. Okay. So that a single shot or a burst? Single shot. Okay. Make your shot. So, uh, eight hits. That's six net. So it's 8P minus 8AP after taking the 10 DV off. Okay. <laughs> the crake critically glitches <laughs> on its resistance test. Whoops. As, uh... Your bullet, uh, your bullet technically misses, but uh, the cavitation from it uh, hits a uh, a micro switch, which uh, some fool left exposed, kicking the uh, the crake into a uh, a, uh, a diagnostic uh, test mode, and it uh, it begins flashing its lights in a. Uh, a, a, a regular sequence and colors. Uh, looks like it's uh, all set up in display mode here for any new purchaser who might want to see a new crake. And uh, it uh, it begins spinning in place and uh, jumping forward and then, and then back with its uh, tentacles uh, uh, spread out uh, and uh, going through all of its various features while doing its best to uh, hold, uh, hold location in the, uh, in the same spot. <laughs> nice shot, punk. Captain said she wanted a crake. And I think we're out of combat at that point. Yeah, I'll uh, wait to, to let any swimmers catch up and get back in if they want. 
Otherwise, if you'd like to hang on outside... I don't care. It's, uh, it's pretty dark down here, except for any lights that uh, your vessel might have. There's an occasional uh, glimmer of, of a glow from the, the surface as uh, something is, uh, is lighting it up occasionally. Just brief Good, uh, flashes here and there. Do you think one of you could recover that crake? Yeah. Uh, I'll bring the crake back over to uh, our boat. All right, and I'll make sure to uh, deactivate it for now. Okay. All right, uh, ready to find out whatever this big thing is down here? Yeah, let's find out what that big thing is down here. All right, get ready. I'm going I down. reload my rifle, and I swim back to the bow movement. Okay, uh, you guys rejoin with the uh, the bow movement and, and head down uh, 60, 70, 80 meters. You're, you're down at a, at a similar level with this, and uh, everything you've got uh, mapping it out on the sensors, it... Uh, it appears to be a, a man-made uh, object, a, a large building here. Uh, it looks like it's uh, it's attached to an, an undersea mount that uh, raises up from the ocean floor here, uh, putting it uh, the the ground level at uh, at about eighty meters below surface level. And uh, and this uh, big building is is perched on top of it. Like I said, it's about 70 meters long and about 40 meters wide. Does it look like anybody's moving out there? You're not getting any any signs of uh, outward uh, movement on it. Uh, though with uh, you know increased time uh, scanning it with your sensors and getting a, a better map of it and maybe turning on some, some lights and getting close, you can see... Uh, uh, it looks like there are some uh, small, like single-person uh, airlocks, uh, maybe like uh, emergency airlock-type things. But uh, at one end, uh, down underneath, you can see the uh, the telltale shimmer of uh, of a surface of water. Uh, it looks like there's a uh, an area for submersibles to to uh, uh, arrive and uh, and park here, possibly for uh, for transferring uh, you know people, supplies, that kind of thing. Does it look like it's uh, big enough to accommodate the bow movement? Yes, it would. I think I'm going to take us up there. Be ready, and I will do that. All right, you uh, you raise the the bow movement up through the uh, through the water. And into uh, into the uh, the light of uh, of this room. It's uh, low lighting here, red lights um, illuminating the the area. It's uh, a pool with uh, uh, it's got some some stairs for uh, not stairs but like ladders for for divers on the sides uh, and uh, surrounding the area in this uh, particular uh, room, there are a number of uh, lockers and uh, uh, shelves and uh, hooks with uh, diving equipment and uh, various tools, uh, parts. Uh, there's a, a crane mounted. It looks like it could uh, either lift things out of the water or load things onto uh, to a vessel, perhaps. Um, everything uh, looks like it, it has a place, but uh, but not everything is in its place. It's uh, things are, are a bit scattered about. Like people uh, use things and then just kind of toss them back in the general area. 
It's not particularly shipshape here. Uh, boarding party, deploy and uh, establish a perimeter. Right. And there, uh, from here, there is uh, there's one sealed airlock door. So who's deploying as a boarding party? Uh, Sharky, will. I guess I'll go too. I'm gonna switch out my regular ammo for APDS ammo. Okay, Sharky, chance. Anybody else? Correction. Stick it. I'm switching out my reg- my regular ammo for stick and shock ammo. I don't think we want to po- deal with a possible breach in the hull down here. Yeah, good point. If anybody you uh you're you're packing APDS, try to swap out for stick and shock or gel. Uh, also, um, I doubt it, but if any of you have any uh, frangible ammo, that'd be perfect for this situation. Just uh, try not to punch any holes in um, whatever this is we're in. Okay, well, it looks like we're we're moving into a, uh, a pretty hefty combat situation at this point. So this would probably be a good place to call it. Okay. Okay. As you, uh, as you guys prepare to, to clear out the underwater as technology facility as a, uh, a magical storm lashes the surface above you. Dun, dun, dun. Punk is reloading a lot of stuff. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to the Arcology Podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Arcology Podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in this podcast are the property of their respective owners. Original content of the Arcology Podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. So if you use any part of the show, please give us credit. <laughs>